Come on. I've been asked by so many people over the past couple of years about how do I start a podcast that I've developed and released a course that will teach you exactly how to do that step by step from figuring out the kind of show that you want to have to understanding how all the technology works behind it and then how to get great guests and uh, keep the thing moving and how to grow it. So if you're interested in that, check it out. You can go to georgegrombacher.com forward slash podcast course and you'll find it there. You can just go to the website. I'll also list that in the notes of the show. Drew, are you ready? George, I sure am, my man. Nice. I'm ready. The people are ready. Let's go. Welcome to Money Savage Engage. This is George Grumbacher. Drew Sines is the executive director of Team Up Health and Fitness, an organization promoting health and wellness in the workplace. And now, as we're quarantining in the home as well, Drew, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Absolutely. Thanks. Uh, thanks for the opportunity to have me here, George. So, like you said, I'm a I'm a workplace wellness coach, and um, I've been doing that now for gosh, going on five years. And I um, love doing what I do, but what I really love is my family. I've got a wife. We've been married since May 2017, so coming up on the three year mark, and we've got a very active and um, brave two year old at home, nice. and we've got another. Yeah, another one coming on the way. So, um, yeah, just loving that part of my life. I just turned 30 this year, and I'm really loving seeing my family blossom, and that's great. And in the workplace, I, I really focus on lifestyle changes. I think there's a lot of um, information out there in regards to specific fitness advice and specific nutrition advice for, you know, really getting lean and cutting, uh, cutting fat and gaining muscle. But I think what we need in the workplace is just opportunities to kind of undo the the stress and the um just improper posture we find ourselves in in the work environment and that really just translates to to long-term changes for people and that's um something i'm really passionate about in my in my work life well amen to that man there's there's I think that there's there's to your point value in in getting ripped and 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 getting lean and all that but uh, myself included, and probably the majority of people need more work on the basics, like posture and like just all all, all those kind of basic things. And just 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 like with money stuff, it's great to be talking about options and and sophisticated finance, but we need to be working on budgets and and mastering our cash flow. So so I, I think that's great. Um, just I'd just like to jump jump a little deeper into that. What what are some of those really foundational things that that you find people need a lot of help with? Posture being one of them. Yeah, absolutely. Posture being one of them. Um, we always we kind of have a, a go to saying: fix sleep first. I think we tend to not prioritize sleep because it's something we already do every day. So it's kind of easy just to get in the get in the habit of not really checking in with yourself. Um, and not, not really prioritizing that. And so that, that's one big one. Second one, I think is just getting outside. Uh, I remember when I was a personal trainer, my, my clients seemed to think that they could just go to the gym, you know, twice a week with me, kind of eat okay. And, and then, and get, and get the results and, and change their body the way they wanted to. And, and it was, they weren't really weren't committing to the basic stuff like sleeping properly, getting outdoors, staying hydrated and um, simply, moving your body in some way each day. So I think those four things are, are crucial. Yeah. 
I think, yeah, I mean, how how much water is the average person supposed to be drinking? Is there an answer to that question? Yeah, I think uh, the go-to is always half your body weight in ounces of water. So, for example, if you weigh 200 pounds, you should shoot for 100 ounces of water per day. But um, myself personally, so I weigh about 225 pounds, try to drink a gallon a day, but I, I totally need more because I probably have a little more muscle mass than the average person who would weigh what I weigh and um, I'm very physically active and I love to drink coffee. So it's like, hey, I'm I'm sweating all day, um, showering too, of course, <laughs> and, uh, drinking coffee. So I need to make sure, like myself, I should probably drink about 150 ounces per day. And I'm, I'm terrible at, at, at numbers, which is kind of a funny thing for a financial person to say. How, how, how many ounces are in a gallon? 128. Okay. So you need a gallon and, and a quarter, roughly speaking. And how, yeah. how, how much water do people drink? Because that, that sound I bet people who are listening are like, oh, my gosh, how am I supposed to drink a gallon of water a day? Oh, man. Um, I'll go into meetings, and I get six, seven people there, and no, no one has water. Um, mm. So I'm like, guys, what are we doing? It's 2 o'clock. I know you just had lunch. I know we're tired. So honestly, some people – I even have one client where she has drink zero water. She tells me she doesn't like it, and she will not drink water at all. So it's really unfortunate. Yikes. Um, but I would say the average person probably drinks between 16 and 60 ounces, um, 60 being on the higher side. I think some people do a, do a decent job. Got it. Okay. Yeah. That, that's something that's, that's sort of been, I don't want to say top of mind, but it's been on my mind lately is just really getting down to the basics of how much water we need to be drinking. I think I'm more mindful of it because I'm just at home now. So it's easier. Um, it's easier to be just going into the kitchen and, and, and getting, uh, a, a refill for, for water versus if you're not in the habit of that um, or it's 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 a chore to be at work and, and getting water. Do you have like a best practice that perhaps people should carry some kind of a container with them or something like that? Yeah, um, best practice I always recommend to try to drink 16 ounces right away when you wake up. So that's like a pint, I think like a pint glass of water. And then if you can uh, fill up a water bottle that's 32 ounces and try to drink that before lunch. So, you know, think wake up 6 a.m., 7 a.m., drink 16 ounces of water, uh, maybe even an extra glass with breakfast, and then 32 ounces by, let's say, noon or 1 o'clock. That's a pretty good foundation for the day. And you won't uh, you won't have to worry about pushing water in the evening, which can lead to, you know, waking up at night to have to use the restroom. So I think if you can really be mindful of that and focus on that in the morning, um, it really kind of sets you up for success all day. Yeah. So if, if, if people are like, like, like you, you mentioned that, that person who wasn't drinking water, if, if somebody gets in the habit of actually drinking the right amount, what, what kind of results should, 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 should they expect? What, what, what will the impact be? Oh man, great question. Great question. Um, I think number one, their skin is going to change. They're going to feel more, um, just like their, their skin is just going to be, it's going to feel better. Kind of like when you start taking fish oil or start getting outside more, their joints are going to feel better because they're not going to be as inflamed. Um, our, the more water we have in our system, the less inflammation we have. They're going to be sleeping better. <laughs> They'll have more energy. Like, man, it is it is night and day when you can make a small change like that and actually commit to it. Yeah, so because we are made of water, F, F, 
after all, so so countless benefits to that. And and how about sleep? I, I don't I don't have any idea about how much the average American is sleeping. Yeah, so um, the average American is is getting less than they should, but the the de- the data, in my opinion, is a little skewed because um, the reporting can be on you know time in bed, mm. and I think for the average American, time in bed versus time asleep versus quality time of sleep is very different. So um, the, the recommendations, I just actually just did a presentation on this Tuesday, and the recommendations are seven to nine hours of sleep. Um, but the the real interesting thing is the stages of sleep. So we, we've got non-REM sleep and REM sleep. And within the non-REM sleep, there's like three categories, thinking um, going from awake to, to unconscious, you know, going to a sleep. And then there's like that, just getting a little nap in, a little bit of restorative state, and then a deeper state. And what the, the what we're finding is people are not going, th- the recommendations are that we go through like four of those cycles per night. Does that make sense? So a, a cycle of sleep is 90 minutes going through those stages plus like a 30-minute REM sleep. Okay. And we're supposed to go through those. Um, like f- the recommendation is four to five times per night equaling seven to nine hours. And the research is really showing the things that we're doing during the day, uh, eating too much sugar, not exercising, being overstimulated with different types of uh, social media, et cetera. It's, it's impacting our ability to go through those cycles. So even if we're in bed, let's say 10 hours, especially like teenagers, um, if we, they can be in bed 14 hours. They're not getting those deep, that deep restorative sleep. So that's, that's really the, the issue, not necessarily the time in bed. Got it. Yeah, there's so many things that are pulling us away from, from really probably really good nights of sleep and probably having our phones in bed with us. That's probably a pretty key one right there. So and when when we're talking about moving every day and getting outside those are two that you can probably pretty easily marry right and we're not talking about you don't have to go run 10 miles right it's just going out for a walk or something like that is probably that's at least that's at least a good start absolutely a, a great start i um so myself i try to exercise as often as possible Last summer, almost like this time last year, I was uh, we were going through a move, all kinds of stuff, and I was still lifting weights, but I wasn't like getting anywhere. And George, literally, all I started doing was walking, pretty slow pace, like twenty minute miles um, for forty five minutes per day. And I literally lost like fifteen pounds in 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 two months. It was incredible. So nice. for me, yeah. So for me, being conditioned. And being able to lose weight just from walking for people who are not conditioned, they can start doing that and their, their body will literally transform. I think that that's, that's, I think that that hopefully is, is an inspiring thing for, 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 for people to be listening to. Um, so it really, it's just a matter of, of getting started with something. Um, so, and how about here, here we are today is, uh, April the 24th and so many people are, are at home do you have how 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 are you coaching people on how to be dealing with with the quarantine? Yeah, so good, great question. We kind of have a lot going on um, for our our folks that we were we were seeing on in an onsite fitness setting. We're still doing virtual classes, so so that's good. Um, it's not the not the same. They're not getting the same equipment or the same kind of camaraderie, but it's definitely a good a good. Uh, in between in the time being. And then on the, the lifestyle side, 
we're really just trying to get folks, um, one, to get outside, recommending them to kind of communicate. It's, it's, everything's tied together, relationships, because when we're saying, hey, go get outside and exercise, do these things, we also have to talk about how to communicate with your spouse to make sure that um, everything's taken care of on the home front, right? We've got kids going on. We have other obligations. So just making sure when we're doing new things, like going outside, going for a walk in the morning, um, we're communicating that with our spouse and, and whoever else those shareholders are in our household um, to make sure we can we can set that up. And it's not it's not causing any friction by by implementing small, small stuff like that. And then um, another thing, too, I think people are realizing kind of their unhealthy habits they had during the workday in the workplace. For example, you know, going to the vending machine, uh, maybe maybe a trip to the the gas station on the way into work to grab a soda or a donut. And I think I think people are really realizing that. So just providing uh, really simple recipes that people can do. Like, for example, I used to, you know, I used to go through the drive-thru for breakfast. What do I do now? Well, you know, let's try an egg McMuffin with um, Ezekiel bread muffins, for example, or, or bread. That way we're, we're still getting our whole grains in, but you're not missing out on your morning breakfast sandwich that you're used to. So really just giving people um, the advice to make the simple swaps that, that they were doing in the workplace that they now have to uh, figure out how to do at home. Yeah, I think that this is a, a great opportunity for for making those kinds of changes right there. I think that's that's excellent. I mean, obviously, this is a really tough time for, for so many people, but it I think it is an opportunity to really be mindful and to recognize habits exactly like, like you just described. Um, and then to either, to your point, find an alternative so you're still getting a similar kind of food item or totally get rid of it. Um, so I think that that's great. Um, so it's, it seems pretty obvious to me that organizations that are providing resources like what you provide are a benefit, but do you have maybe uh, just, just a quick summary of the benefits that an organization usually experiences? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think the first thing that comes to mind when you ask that is uh, kind of that camaraderie. I, I feel like wellness is a great opportunity for people to see each other and not have to talk about their specific work. And I'm, I'm finding, um, you know, when I first started my business, I was working like 10, 12 hour days and it was like, it felt like I had time for everything. And now that I'm, I have a family, I'm kind of constricting my schedule to similar what a, what a normal corporate environment would be. And I'm finding you don't have a lot of face time with your coworkers and you're not talking about work projects and things going on in the office. So it's a great opportunity um, to just connect with, with people on that level. Like, for example, if you're doing like a, uh, even like a virtual workshop, <clears throat> there's, there's opportunities to engage with folks. So I think that's one. And two, it's giving people the, um, the clarity to, to be present at work when people can engage in things like, um, like virtual fitness or can engage in things like a, uh, let's say like a, a sleep challenge where they're focused on their routine and they're actually committing to a good, a good night's sleep. They're more present at work. So I think, I think companies are experiencing that too. And then I think on the, um, so that's on like the coaching side and on the consulting side, I think what we're doing a good job right now at is helping companies navigate the virtual offerings and then figuring out, Hey, how do we leverage what we have available? How do we enhance what we have available? And then how do we communicate that to our, to our entire organization and make sure that folks realize this benefit's available and is uh, presented in a simple way so they can start start utilizing it and start making those those positive changes. Yeah, that's a that's that's a whole other challenge for 
probably probably any kind of a group or organization is we've got these great tools, but how do we put them in the hands of people and actually help them to use it? So that's certainly a, a link in the chain that, that, that an organization does not want to avoid. So I love it. Well, Drew, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? Yeah, absolutely. I uh, My difference-making tip is we need to get out of the – the mindset that exercise is based on weight loss or like aesthetics. Um, it's, it's not based upon looks. Yes, it's going to help that. But if we can think about exercise building our one immunity right now is a crucial time to build our immunity. All the things I talked about, sleep, hydration, we were, we're focused on building our immunity. But two, um, we got to find a purpose to, to commit to our health. So whether that's a spouse, um, an activity you want to do, if you've always wanted to hike but you can't, Maybe you have a, maybe you're getting married and you want, you have to just get the outcome kind of outside of, I want to look better and make it about maybe long-term health, playing with your grandkids, uh, something outside of yourself. And once you can find that reason for committing to your health, all the small stuff that I talked about is going to come very, very easy. Well, I think that is great stuff that definitely gets a, come on, come on. And certainly that's, that's totally on point need to be mindful especially during this time of making sure that our our immune systems are as strong as they possibly can be and this is a a direct way of doing that so well drew thank you so much for coming on where can savage nation learn more about you absolutely george thanks for having me man i'm uh pretty active on linkedin just uh at drew science pretty active there and then uh facebook too um same thing just you know d-r-e-w-s-a-e-n-z i try to post uh, typically weekly, um, our blog's pretty active as well on teamupwellness.com. Perfect. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Drew your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. You can find him on LinkedIn, Facebook, and TeamUpAZ. Drew, tell me the website again. Uh, so we have two, teamupaz.com. But if you're looking for uh, valuable information and, and blog blog content, teamupwellness.com is updated more often teamupwellness.com. Perfect. Well, thanks again, Drew. Absolutely, George. Thanks for having me. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together.